Welcome to the 40 as fuck podcast, the podcast for anyone who has looked in the mirror and thought, how the hell am I 40? Today, we're going to be talking with Kelly Foster. Kelly Foster is the entire reason that this podcast was born. Through the building of the Kelly Foster skincare brand, Kelly and I have had a lot of different conversations. In today's podcast, we're going to let you in on one of our conversations that we've had about how we aim to build the Kelly Foster skincare brand beyond the profit model and how we aim to do something far greater in this world today. I'm excited to have you join me and let's get started. Hey Kelly, I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to talk about the brand of Kelly Foster with you. Together we've created this remarkable skincare brand, but I'm really excited to talk about how we've gotten to this point and the evolution of this brand and how Kelly Foster has evolved to mean so much more than just a skincare brand. So maybe we could just start off and talk about what it means, what type of entrepreneur you are, but also how you got to this point. Hey, Sid, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to chat about this. So for myself, I really would see myself as an entrepreneur. I've always worked for myself. I, I see an entrepreneur as as two distinct definitions. The first definition of an entrepreneur would be an incredible individual with vision, an innovator, someone that creates something out of passion and wants to build a profitable kind. I think all of us see an entrepreneur as that. We live in the land of the free, and there is no specific class that you have to live in to become an entrepreneur. Anyone in this world can do it. And money is what makes the world go round. A good friend of mine told me once that money may not buy happiness, but poverty buys nothing. And my hat goes off to the individuals that, that have started their own businesses, it's not easy. I have many friends that are entrepreneurs and they seem to be working constantly, building their brands, building their companies. And so many of them are extremely successful, but they're all chasing that creation and that birth of their business and the profitability of their business. And I think we may have it a little bit wrong. If you look at a true entrepreneur, a, a real entrepreneur compared to what we believe an entrepreneur is today, I think we would define it a little bit differently. If you look at individuals like Walt Disney, Thomas Edison, Tesla versus Amazon, Exxon Mobil, with Thomas Edison, shall we not say no lights, no camera, no sound, or to Tesla, a global pursuit of clean energy and efficient transportation, or Walt Disney, our favorite, a creator of just pure joy versus the other definition of those entrepreneurs. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a certain formula to success. It isn't really rocket science. You can build a, a profitable business, you solve a problem, you work consistently, and you eventually build a successful business. We can all put money in our pocket, whether we work uh, a nine to five corporate job or we build something of our own. I think it's the direction in which you take it. When you start, you have a drive for money. You have a drive for things. You have a drive for recognition. But I think as you grow, you start to formulate a different idea or a perspective about what it means to be a true entrepreneur or what it means to be working in purpose with with a kind of a different passion behind what you're doing. 
Yep, I, I absolutely agree. We start to see other values other than just pure profit. And I believe that these true visionaries, they see the world for what it can be, not for what it is. And I think that's the difference right there, is they're making an impact for future generations or for the future versus their present needs. We both have kids that are teenagers and beyond. And I think you begin to see what is it that you're going to leave for your kids? How are you going to leave this earth in a more of an impactful way? It becomes less about you. You're not going to be remembered beyond the few years that you're missed, but there can be so much that you can leave behind. Is there opportunity to create or to build something that is greater than you with, with a purpose that is beyond just the profit. It's really leaving a legacy. Absolutely. And beyond the point of profit and leave that sort of a legacy to to change the minds, to start seeing things a little bit differently. We discussed is how do we give back? I, I think that's actually really where it is. Not how do we serve us, but how do we serve humanity? How do we give back through our companies, our brands that we're creating? And it, it be that on an environmental level, be that on a social, because I think this is the goal is to, to create a true entrepreneur, as we defined earlier. Exactly. I, I think the Kelly Foster skincare brand is an incredible skincare brand product and and we came at it with such a vision of being in integrity not only by the products that we sell of being exactly what they say they are and doing what they're supposed to do and making as little impact you know as we can with the packaging however there's also this other level of it is not overselling it really comes down to this intentional skincare brand only getting what you really need. Because at this stage, I think we can all agree that we've all felt pretty duped by the brands out there in whatever sector you are in, whether it's skincare or gardening. <laughs> there's a lot of great yeah. promises out there, but there's not a lot of people that deliver on those promises, which is very much part of what our brand is. But beyond that, the brand then serves as this vehicle to something greater. And how can we be this role model, not only for a greater population of people that are observing this, but also for people within our direct circle, like our children, because I think we live right now in this world that is formulated around selfies and TikTok and Instagram. Social media is a very one-dimensional aspect of life. But if we can create something we can give back to generations to come where you could say there's so much more beyond that. Use those things as a vehicle, but think beyond your small box. Open that box and reach different people and reach them different ways. And what can you do? What are you capable of? What's the impact that you can make during your time? And really think beyond the, the box that we all seem to, to live within. I completely agree. We're now past 40, unfortunately. I don't know how exactly that happened. <laughs> uh, and all of our friends are as well. And I think that in the first half of our lives, we had many wants and needs and lots of ego talking. Most of us have achieved all of those goals. 
And I, I, I sum it up to this. How do we go to work and make it not work? And, and I think that's what this creates, going that one step further and doing it for the benefit of others. And, and if that is that we're carving out some of our profit to give back to environmental causes on every purchase, then so be it. Sign me up. I would love to go to a job that feeds humanity, that helps humanity, that helps for the rest of my life. That's where I am. Where do you see really directing that, that purpose and passion beyond the Kelly Foster brand, beyond the skincare? Where are your visions in that? I think the, the secret is for us is a, a brand of truth, a, a, a brand that represents whatever it is selling. We pick an environmental or a social level that we want to jump into, but on a little micro level, we can help make a difference. And, and that's where I think society needs to go. Yeah. And I agree. I think it's looking beyond that profit. It's saying, okay, I have made this profit, but now I have an opportunity to do something that's going to be impactful and it's going to enrich not just the people today, but people tomorrow as well, or for generations to come. So we have this ability to make impactful choices and very small changes that we can make that can create this incredible impact over time. A absolutely. And so even looking at our brand, I think we need to minimize our use of plastic. I think we need to minimize our use of packaging. As, as sad as that is, it reduces the amount of waste that we are so wasteful for. We could take Amazon, for example. If we think about the amount of sales that happen within a second on Amazon, it's absolutely mind-boggling. And for every purchase that happens on Amazon on a daily basis, how a portion of that doesn't go back to help humanity in some way is beyond me. That's the concept is how can these entrepreneurs versus true entrepreneurs not take a portion of that income and figure out a way to make a difference for future generations and help humanity in some way. If for one day Amazon planted a tree for the amount of sales it has in one day. Think of what a difference that could make. Life isn't about me, but life is about helping others. Another point would be this. I just love this little story. It was two Christmases ago, and my mom could not figure out what to get the grandchildren. And brilliant idea was to take the kids to the mall. And so there we were. It was my brother and me and all the grandchildren and my mother. And my mom doesn't go to the mall. She doesn't go shopping. She's a very involved woman, but not in material things. And she finds herself at the mall with her grandchildren. And granted, it, the, the kids had a great time shopping and spending money. But then at the end of it, she said, what would have been just as fun and we would have remembered forever is if we would have sidestepped the mall and we would have just gone on a hike. Kelly's dad was a wrestling coach for one of the local high schools and built this incredible legacy of young men as he mentored them through throughout all of the years. I wonder if that is like a, a large part of how you got to this point. It's interesting that you bring that up because I'm sure I have told you this as well, but I've always looked at at my parents both contributing back to society. I grew up in that and they modeled that for me and I always saw them 
give back to all these young elementary and high school kids that they made huge impacts on their life. And then there was me. And I thought of all these different career paths that I could go down in life. And it always pulled me back to those two individuals, my mother and father modeling uh, to me the right way of life, which is making an impact on others. And they both showed me that at the kitchen table for my whole life. We had so many conversations at that kitchen table on making an impact on others that I think I was destined to somehow go down this road of helping others. Uh, I think you, you have that great quote, and I don't remember exactly how it goes, but something along the lines of, you never know the tree that you're sitting under. Oh, you. yeah. I just love that quote. My favorite quote ever. The quote is, the meaning of life is to plant a tree under whose shade you do not intend to sit. That's right. And it, it just sums it up. That is exactly what we want our legacy brand to be, is not a profit materialistic company that's just money-driven but a company that is going to leave some sort of legacy. Sid, they'll never remember you and me, I guarantee it. But the concept is they're definitely going to remember our small little contribution. Even think about that from your dad and all of the the impact that he made on all the all the boys that he mentored into men, the impact that he probably made. Coach Foster might not be the topic, but the lessons that he gave, the integrity that he taught, the the spirit that he brought to that will live on because those lessons will go generationally. And I think that it's you can reach that and you can create that impact in so many different ways. As a culture, how we can start to look at all the different ways that we can make that impact. I go back to it. There's so many different ways that we can impact another. That's the difference in a business owner and a true entrepreneur or a person with this kind of spirit behind the entrepreneurship. Absolutely. If it wasn't for my father, I would have been a different individual. He forced me to see things that I never would have seen. And I think we're looking at this like kind of social collision in the world today where, where we are feeling this balance that is off in how we've become so consumed with our with our own intentions and our own purposes and we're not really looking at how can we give back where is the social issue i think a great brand that started this when you look back on them is tom's shoes where every pair yes. of shoes was given they were giving somebody a pair of shoes because the, the brand of tom's shoes felt no one there should be no one without shoes. So his purpose and passion was a one-for-one one model, such a small thing, but think of the overall impact that that created in that one area for those for the people that didn't have shoes. Yeah, absolutely. That This is a very odd quote to bring up, Sid, but I just saw this the other day. This is from the Dalai Lama, and, and he says, you must learn the laws very well so you will know how to disobey them properly. <laughs> I, I love that quote. And, and the reason I love it is I think that we're all running with the wrong truths, the wrong right and wrongs. Progress is impossible as long as you continue the same behavior. Yeah. Uh, and it's so true. And we do. We just continue the same behavior day after day and we don't get progress. And I think that brings it back full circle 
with the Kelly Foster brand, this is a very different type of brand. We're really just on the very, the very tip of the iceberg for what we envision for this type of brand and want it to be a role model for future brands. With Kelly Foster, we started Colorado Rooted, which is on a mission to plant 1 million trees in Colorado to be able to give back in a way that impacts our direct environment. Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up. You're spot on. The Colorado Rooted that we formulated has become the most humbling experience I've ever had in my life. And, And the concept behind that, for those that aren't aware of, is is very simple. We've created it, but you could call us anonymous to a point because we want no ownership of it. It it needs to be created and handed off for everyone to create. It was created for every individual within Colorado to have ownership of their own tree. And, And that's the beauty of the concept is every family in Colorado can be Colorado rooted. They gave to the next generation it's supporting. It's supporting not only the ecosystem of Colorado, but it's supporting a, a legacy within a family that can be passed on. It's supporting the next family that maybe doesn't know who planted that tree. It's the tree in the forest that fills in where there's been erosion. A tree is really just a wonderful representation of what it's like to give back. It, it stands humbly and provides oxygen and it provides us resource It gives back to the ecosystem underground. It provides a swing. It provides wood. It provides, it it is really this incredible metaphor for what we can all be, how we give back. As a matter of fact, since you bring that up and you're so well, you're so good at that. Can Mm. you talk about the mother tree for a second? There's been some pretty fascinating research when it comes to the life of trees. It's long been known that trees can communicate with other trees. So if there's a giraffe nearby, a tree can send a signal to all the other trees around that it produces. It's something like a pheromone, I think, that repels the giraffes from eating all the leaves because it's like certain death for the tree to have everything eaten off of this tree. But what's really fascinating is they used to chop down trees as they were dying because they thought that was better for the environment rather than to have this dead wood that would invite pests and whatnot. As a tree is dying, the mother tree through transportation of roots is able to send all of its nutrients to all of the trees around it. That last giving back of that tree, if you will, is that it pretty much drains its own resources into all of the other trees that surround it through this underground network of roots. It's actually a very integral part of the way that the forest survives. There's even some thought that by doing that, there's less disease in the trees that surround it. Yeah, because of the decades that tree had been alive, it's basically archived in the mother tree. And if that tree is removed, the archives are removed. And therefore, this knowledge of disease and insects is taken as well before it can be transferred to the new generation. But I think even deeper than that, it's what it means to leave a legacy. Absolutely. Well, great, Kelly. This has been fun. I'm glad that we got to have this conversation and, and to share it with all the listeners, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for listening.